If you've ever been hooked on a feeling or had raindrops fallen on your head, then we have a very special surprise for you on this edition of Live Happy Now. The ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy you feel moving towards your potential. To think about positive psychology, it's a science, and it's actually younger than the internet, believe it or not. The reality is that social connection is, in the research, the greatest predictor we have of long-term happiness. You have some factors in your control that can promote the health and resilience and growth of your absolutely most important asset, which is your brain. And so it all comes down to understanding ourselves. There's a way for all of us to succeed, but, but it might take different things. We're all looking for the same thing, and that's a way to bring a little bit more joy to our day. Join us as we look at the many different paths that lead us to that happy place. This is Live Happy Now. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Live Happy Now podcast. I am your host, Jeff Sanders, and want to thank you for making us part of your day wherever you are and wherever you might be listening to us. We also want to remind you that if you like what you hear and want to add more positivity to your day, you can do that anytime by visiting our website, livehappy.com, or picking up the latest issue of Live Happy magazine at your favorite local newsstand or bookstore. This week, we've got something just a little bit different for you here on Live Happy Now. International recording artist B.J. Thomas had his first gold record 47 years ago, and since then has sold more than 70 million records. The five-time Grammy Award winner and two-time Dove Award winner is ranked in Billboard's top 50 most played artists of the past 50 years, and he still continues to tour and record. When Hurricane Harvey devastated his hometown of Houston earlier this year, B.J. responded with the best tool he has his music. Working with hit songwriter Sandy Knox of Nashville, he enlisted the help of other musicians to record the anthemic We Are Houston, with proceeds going to help victims of the storm. This week, Live Happy Science editor Paula Phelps talks with BJ Thomas about this important project, as well as his new Christmas album release, and learns his secret to a happy, healthy life. Hi, BJ. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited to have you on Live Happy Now, and I'm sure that many of our listeners, like myself, have been enjoying your music for a really long time. Well, um, thank you very much. I'm glad to talk to you, and uh, yeah, we've all been around for quite a while. <laughs> and, we're, and we're still listening and singing and kicking, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We're still giving it, giving it all we got. That's fantastic. You know, we do have a lot to talk with you about today, but I really wanted to start by talking about this great project you've done called We Are Houston. The lady that wrote the, the song, uh, I had done a CD with uh, a few years back, uh, a girl by the name of uh, Sandy Knox. And, uh, you know, of course, we all, uh, we are all from that same area down there, and we're all well aware of the disaster and the tragedy. Uh, in Houston and in our area. And, uh, you know, she, uh, I think she emailed my wife, Gloria, and, uh, and, you know, she just had realized as this was going on and they began to fundraise and began to try to reconstruct and and pull themselves back up, that uh, she had written a song for a, a, a song competition years ago, like 15 years ago. Oh, really? Uh, Yes. So this wasn't a, I thought from listening to it, I thought it was something written specifically after the hurricane. Yeah, I mean, and it could have been. I mean, maybe this was just this time 
you know, but uh, she uh, it so perfectly fit this situation. And uh, I so fell in love with the song and it so perfectly uh, stated the situation and uh, and the, the feeling and the spirit of, of that part of our country. And, and of course, the great city of Houston, uh, which is my hometown and, and Sandy, Sandy's hometown. And, uh, you know, it just fit perfectly. And I'd, I'd tell you the truth, I had a, a, a kind of a problem learning the song because I, uh, at least for a few days, I never could quite sing with the song all the way through because it would it would get to me emotionally. Really? Get you choked and, up? And so, you know, I just so identified with the song and most of us from down there, you know, identified with this great song and... Uh, you know, and I, and I I just believe that, you know, it wasn't done for any kind of commercial advantage or, oh, hey, look at me, here's my song. But uh, it, it was just something that might carry on over an extended period of years to raise money uh, to help with that terrible thing that happened down there, the hurricane and all the damage and death and yeah. and destruction. And uh, so we hope we hope it will be there and do some good in that sense for a very long time. Well, because you were able to take it, you didn't just go into the re- the studio and record it. You did a We Are The World type of event with this, and you've got this great video that goes with it. How did you get people to sign on? Was it difficult to, to round musicians up and say, hey, we're going to do this, or was everybody really willing to be a part of it? Uh, well, you know, we had. I think the only difficulty that we had was that there were various, um, you know, artists who had projects and uh, going in the same vein. Uh, so, but we basically uh, called the people we knew, the songwriters, singers, um, you know, the young, young ones, the, the old ones, the, you know, just everybody we knew and told them what we were doing with the project. And uh, really just basically down, uh, down to uh, each individual, they wanted to be involved. And uh, you know, it was a, it was a really a heartfelt thing uh, by all of us. You know? oh, and what kind of emotion was going on when when you were recording that? Because you talked about how you just learning the song had trouble with getting choked up. What was it like? The power that comes through with this song is is pretty amazing. So I can't imagine being there live when that was being done. Well, you know, in recording it, then uh, what did it take us? It took us uh, I don't know three weeks probably from, you know, first communication to, uh, to the studio. So I had had enough time to learn the song and, and uh, more or less direct my energy to what notes I had to sing and, and, and what emotion I had to put into it. And, it, you know, I wasn't, if it had been the first time, if I had to sing it just point blank, I never would have made it. So they had to get someone else <laughs> But at that at that point, when we recorded it, I, I had been working on it and uh, internalizing the song, and uh, you know, uh, putting my heart into it and trying to connect with the uh, uh, the, the soulfulness and the, and the uh, the meaning of the song. So, by at that point, I wasn't just breaking down in tears, but there were there were times. Uh, listening back after I finished my vocal, when uh, I was. You know, I, I was moved uh, uh, to an emotional, an emotional scene.
We Are Houston is not the only thing that you've been working on this year. You also have a double Christmas album that's a reissue of a couple of albums you had done previously. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, the, uh, these were uh, songs or albums I had a, uh, really a number of years ago. My, uh, the exact time probably was sometime in the 80s, um, 83 to 85, something like that. And it's also it's it's fun for fans to get re-energized when we have an artist that we've listened to, and then even though it's a a reissue of an album, there's something very exciting about being able to go to the store and, and buy the album and and be able to have that again. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's just like doing the live performance. You know, it's uh, you know you can't say well once I've done my show I can't do it anymore because <laughs> you know here we here we are. At a later date and, and a different time, really, but you know, good songs and uh, uh, you know they kind of stand on their own. So there are a lot of new uh, people, uh, you know, who you know who weren't necessarily uh, uh, that involved with what we were doing when we did it back then. That's been 20, 20 30 years ago, and uh, so it's just, it's good to make this uh, uh, fresh for for new people, and you know. That, that's the exciting part of it. Now, do you have a favorite Christmas song that you like to sing? Oh, well, I, I have I have some. I'm, I'm kind of a old school. I, you know, I, uh, I stay fairly traditional. Um, you know, I, I like the songs. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I should mention it or not necessarily on this album, but one of my favorite songs of all time is, uh, is Silent Night. And... Uh, you know, I'm I'm a traditional. I I go back to my childhood with my Christmas music, and I remember Bing Crosby and the, uh, you know, White Christmas and and things like that. So a number of my favorites are on here. Now, do you like touring? Do you like doing the live shows, or do you prefer recording? Or what's your uh, what's what's your perfect perfect world? Well, you know, I, of course, I, I love to record, uh, but I uh, and and I do love to perform. Live. I mean, if if you're going to record, then uh, it, it's almost uh, there's your obligation. You've got to perform the music live. So, right. of course, I love to. You know, I love to. Some artists aren't that way. They don't. They don't do that many live shows. But I've always been uh, fairly active. Uh, you know, on the road, I've had my band. I got my bass player's been with me 41 years. So, you know. <laughs> We got a, a lot of history. There's some tenure there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got seniority right now. But uh, yeah, you know, we, there's a a lot of uh, you know history there of, of us performing on the road, and we love to do that. And there's something that happens with the live audience um, that's you know you just can't, it's hard to describe. And and uh, you know the audiences are, are are always different, and there's always something about it to to keep your interest and the feed uh you know your uh you know my personal desire my burning fire if you will as a as a person to perform and uh, 
and and do music. Sometimes I wonder why, but uh, it's it's been my life. So, yeah, I love to do it. Yeah, and people uh, still love for you to do it. And you know, it's remarkable because we know the music industry can be very hard on individuals. It's hard on relationships, and and you're such a, a shining example in terms of having. Um, weathered a lot of storms. You've been married to Gloria for more than 40 years, I believe. Is that correct? We're gonna, uh, we've got 49 years this year. In wow. This year. Wow. So, so you're yeah. really an anomaly for the business. And, and how do you do that? How do you keep your life on track? And how do you keep your relationship strong um, in an industry that's not that's not known for that? Well, you know, I, did, I think it just starts at the inception of the relationship. I mean, you know, we fell in love. Uh, years and years ago, and you know, we still, we still are in love, and uh, and that's what uh, you know takes us through the the hard times and the tough times. Of course, I was personally, I was, uh, I was, uh, you know, I was an alcoholic, drug addict uh, through 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 many of the years of our marriage, and uh, she uh, she believed in me. Uh, you know, I mean, what can I tell you? I mean. Uh, she loved me, and that's something I'm very, very thankful for. And I, I expressed those feelings in some of this, some of this album, even, uh, and just, uh, just being grateful that you know we've had each other. And uh, you know, I don't think there was ever a situation where we were, you know, going to walk away or not be there for each other. So that was always, uh, that wasn't going to happen. So. Uh, you know, we stay together and it's just, you know, it's just been a beautiful life. If I've never, never had any successful music, I still would have had a complete uh, life because I've, you know, I have my great, my great marriage and my children my, and my grandchildren. So it's, it's been a beautiful, uh, <laughs> a beautiful thing, you know. And that's a fantastic way to look at it too. It's, you know, you can, you can tell the appreciation and just in your voice, you can see that there's such a, a sense of gratitude for what you've been given and, and how you've been able to achieve so much on so many levels. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I really am grateful for that. Uh, just really every day I am grateful for. And you know, that, that does bring to mind that one of the things that's so remarkable about your music is that it does always seem to look for positivity, like even in difficult times, because even if you're not singing about, um, something joyous, you know, uh, like raindrops keep falling on my head. It's such a, it's an upbeat song. You don't think of that yeah. as being the situation, but you always are, it's like, you're always looking for that silver lining in that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you say, we all have the blues and uh, we all get our hearts broken and, uh, you know, and the rain is falling on us, and, but, uh, you know, you have to find your own freedom there and, and, uh, you know, your own way through the, through these things, so I've always uh, made a made it a purpose of mine to, uh, to make sure that I did positive uh, music. Uh, you know, even though some songs are about different situations in love and and, and life and, and what have you, and it has been something that you know there it not it hasn't been a many many uh, times that I had to stand up and say you know hey look I'm not you know I'm not going to do that, but there have been times when I when I had to do that. And then, uh, uh, you know, and, I, and I'm glad I did because I, you know, I'm glad I didn't, you know, when I became, uh, when I started doing gospel music, I guess, you know, if I'd have been a member of uh, some, uh, some bands or 
I'd have been some people we could name. I would have had to have turned my back on my music, but uh, right. my music over the years had been positive, and uh, and so you know, I, I found a new meaning in 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 my music. Like raindrops to me became a very positive uh, positive song, uh, almost almost a contemporary Christian song, really. So I, I found a fresh new meaning in in that music and. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad I did because I I, ne- I didn't feel like you know having to, uh, you know I just never felt the need that well I've got to turn my back on this stuff. Yeah, uh, right. It was a part of it that I could still be proud of. Yeah, it's kind of your two worlds could complement each other and coexist, and right. and uh, seems like it everyone benefited from that. And and have you have you always been positive? I mean, have you always had that, or is that something that you've learned over time? Well, you know, about, uh, about some things I can be very positive, and I don't have to try. But of course, there are a lot of things that you know uh, I'm not the, I'm not the, don't have the greatest attitude about. Sometimes I get tired, and I don't I don't you know I'm just you know human, and so many I'm so human, <laughs> you know. It's, it's ridiculous, but uh, uh, about the music, uh, I basically uh, uh, there's always been a way to find uh, something positive in the music and a reason to uh, do more music and, a, and a, uh, a kind of a purpose in staying positive. And uh, you know, there's there's always been a reason to keep my head up uh, with the music. That's great. And music can be such a powerful healing force for us. We do. We talk about that a lot here at Live Happy, about how music can really change your state. It can change your mood, can change your mind. Um, what What's your yeah. go-to song to to really pick you up when, whether it's one of yours or someone else's? Well, let me see. That's a good. That's a good. There's question. a lot to choose from. <laughs> There's a lot to choose from just in your catalog. So that's a good. That's a good question. Uh, oh. You know, I don't know if it's if it's one particular song, uh, or or if it's the maybe just a, a a kind of song that that I look to when I when I'm looking to you know to, to feel better or whatever. Because as you know, I'm a I love all kinds of music, R&B music and uh, you know gospel music. That's where I first kind of got into it. Was well, maybe even before that was country music. My dad. Love the Grand Ole Opry, and so the, there was always something there. There was uh, Peace in the Valley. Uh, you know, one of the Opry people would be doing it, or you know, there would uh, there was always a song I could go to that uh, uplifted me. And and I have on many occasions looked to my own music when I um, uh, you know when I wasn't feeling just right, and uh, I would I would find something that I'd already done. Uh, that, you know, you know, in some instances, maybe even almost forgotten I'd done it, and uh, upon hearing it or finding it, uh, finding it again, it reminded me and uh, and helped me, you know, helped me keep my keep my head right. And, and yeah. of course, I have, I have Gloria. Gloria's the one that really keeps me right. But the but the music, <laughs> the music is something that's always been true to me. And uh, you know, just like you said, the music can get to you when, you know, no one, you know, you, you know, your own mother can, can be talking to you and she can't break through, but there, you, you, you know, you hear a song and that turns you around. So that's, yeah. it's a live happy way. <laughs> yes, right. 
Well, VJ, it was such a pleasure to talk with you today. I know I'm looking forward to putting on the Christmas album this season, and uh, our listeners will too. And they can go to our website, livehappy.com, and learn more about you. Well, I, I, I appreciate that very much, and it was so great uh, talking to you guys. And uh, hopefully, after I finish my new project or whatever, we, we can get back together and, and talk about some new things. And uh, or, That sounds like a plan. We know where to find you. That's the way you do it. I, I sure enjoy talking to you. All right. Thank you, BJ. Bye-bye. Thank you. If you'd like to learn more about BJ's We Are Houston campaign, you can visit us at livehappynow.com. And while you're online, let us know what you thought of this podcast. You can do that on Twitter at LiveHappy or on Facebook.com slash LiveHappy or email us at podcast at LiveHappy.com. That's all the time we have today. So until next time, this is Jeff Sanders wishing you a great day and hoping that you remember every day to live happy.